Hello, and welcome to another episode with the Uninformed Gamers Podcast. Boom, boom, boom. I am one of your hosts, Chameleon or Chris, and I have with me the Darkness Tiger, my brother from the same mother. Hey, what's going on, brother man? Nothing, man. What is happening? Well, as you guys know, we normally have three co-hosts, but unfortunately, Rad Dreams Review is in the middle of a tournament right now. So, uh, wish him luck, and we wish him the very best, and we'll hear about what happened on the next episode. Yes, sir. He's always trying to gain that uh, Digimon money. <laughs> yeah, he is. is. Is that what he's doing? Is he doing a Digimon tournament? Yeah, yeah. yeah he... He has won a lot of money from that that card game. Like he doesn't invest any money anymore. He just wins money. Well, good for him. <laughs> like White McCall that I know, uh, in a town, uh, Cleveland Heights, not too far from where I live. There's a yeah. board game tournament going on this weekend. Oh, that's yeah. It. One of my coworkers is coming up with his girlfriend, so I'm gonna like uh, show him around town and take him out to dinner somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what's been up with you? Not the dude. Um. Nothing new, really, that I'm playing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing really this week. Oh, that's <laughs> lame. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the traditional. It's definitely Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I was like, I was in this odd mood earlier. I was like, I got, I got on my Xbox because I, I had a slow spot at work where I was like, I don't have anything. I'm waiting really for other people. Yeah, and so um, my entire day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was like, let me just take a break and play a game. Started to, I loaded it up. I played Hogwarts Legacy, got really annoyed at a mission, turned it off. Ouch. And then uh, I tried to play Destiny, but it was having like server queues to get into the game. Mm-hmm. So I waited like five minutes, didn't get into the game. So I said, you know what? Never mind. And then I was sitting there. I was like, well, I don't really want to play any of these things right now. So I just turned off my Xbox, went and uh, put on Hulu, started watching some anime, and then um, uh, then uh, put on RuneScape for like a little bit. Then I got a call from work, so I was just back on work you stuff. you got to watch The Last of Us. You have all of this free time. There's no reason why you haven't watched it. It's fun. I do not have all of this free time. Uh, as I, oh, I played Hogwarts Legacy, hopped over to Destiny, then eventually got on the RuneScape. All right. That was all in like a 30-minute time span. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, since um, we'll let the listeners know that the Uninformed Gamers are going on a field trip tomorrow, which is going to be Friday, and we are going to be seeing John Wick 4. So I'm super excited. So thanks to Chris and uh, sharing his Peacock account, which, by the way, there's just too many streaming services because way too many. I don't see outside because John Wick. I wanted this week. I've been watching the John Wick movies, and the only place that streams them is Peacock. I like Peacock for two things. Okay, one there's the show on there called Traitors. Highly recommend it. It's really, I think you'll enjoy okay. it. I think you'll really like it. Um, it's like one of those weird reality shows, but it's it's done well. Um, and then number two is you can watch all the like the uh, WWE like live sporting event, like the you know the pay per views. Oh, pay-per-views. can you? 
Yes. So that's where we like uh, when you guys come over on the I think it's the first or whenever the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, um, that's where we'll be watching WrestleMania. Oh, snap. Well, I didn't know that. But as I'm going like as I'm watching the John Wick movies, it's like John Wick is presented to you because we can put on commercials. And I'm like, we're back to TV. <laughs> we're back to TV. <laughs> yeah, they Peacock. Does, I don't even think Peacock has a subscription where you can undo the commercials if you do i'm not paying for it like i don't with hulu because i think it's ridiculous um but yeah no it's 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 so weird that that's now a thing and did netflix give up on that or did they actually introduce a tier with they the commercials i forget tier, i want to say the tier with netflix with ad is around it's either 5.99 or 6.99 and then if you pay like 9.99 you get the basic tier with no ads Gotcha. So gotcha. I don't see the value in it, and I, I whenever the ads just come, come on, I just turn off the volume on my uh, TV. So I don't <laughs> but no, I've been watching all the John Wick movies, so I finished up the uh, the third one a couple like about a couple hours ago. Nice. But that's not the only movie that I've seen this week. I uh, know. I saw Scream Six. Now, listeners, I want you guys to understand something. I'm not into horror movies because I think the vast majority are bad. They are not scary. They are not suspenseful. They're not, they're not even innovative. Almost every horror movie you see out today is just copying something from somewhere else. And I'm sure we're going to get somebody who's going to send me a message or a DM and say, hey, you need to watch this uh, Korean film or this Taiwanese film. No, I'm not watching any snuff films. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the fear that we used to have when we were kids walking into a theater. Now, I remember seeing the very first scream. Now, obviously, that was years and years ago, and that first scream was terrifying. Ghostface, which is the killer in the scream films, solidified himself as a serial killer icon in one movie alone. Staple. He is a staple for, like, killers. Absolutely. And... When I say that I want to go see Scream 6, the fact that I that there are six screams might leave a person to believe that, hey, this is a law of diminishing returns. And normally, listeners, we do our review segment at the end, but now I'm going on a tangent. We're doing it at the beginning. So I saw Scream 6. I, I literally asked my friend. I was like, I'm on the fence about it. Should I just wait and see it? I, I'm streaming, or should I go? He says, just go. Went down there, got a bucket of popcorn sat right in the center watched it and i'm going to say this i think it is a good film i think it is a good horror film for what it is considering i think most horror films are bad i did not think this was bad but after i walked out of the theater i said yeah i enjoyed that but i will not be watching scream seven <laughs> you can't the thing is like you you know like fast and furious i think fast and furious is what 10 movies I don't know. I fell off after about three or four. Well, they're going on. I haven't seen since. They're going. I think they're going on the tenth one, Fast X. Now with action movies, it's different because you can just continue blowing stuff up. Like you, you blow stuff up, change your location, fine. Horror movies, you can only do so many things. Oh, we're being chased. We're being hunted. Let's go to a different city. We're being chased. We're being hunted. Oh, well, the killer has a different motive this time. And I'm not going to do any spoilers. But after watching Scream 6, I said, okay, this was Scream 5 rehashed, which is fine. And my thought is, if they do not change the story completely for Scream 7, go in an entirely different direction, 
there is zero reason for me to watch it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I, I, on, on a scale of uninformed gamers, I'm going to give it probably a 3.5 out of 5. I was able to predict the kill Solid. first 20 minutes. Oh, boy. Oh, when I sat there and I'm like, I figured it out. And I'll tell you right now, got all the way to the end. And I was mostly right. That's all I'm going to say. It was very cryptic, but I won't ask any questions at all. Nope. If you <laughs> like the screen movies, go ahead and watch. If you want to know, we'll talk about it after the podcast. This is spoiler free. So if you enjoy the screen films, go out and check it out. Here at the Uninformed Gamers, we're giving you a 3.5 Uninformed Gamers out of 5. So b- besides me watching movies all week, um, finishing up The Mandalorian, um, which... Gonna be honest, I'm ready for that to end too. <laughs> um, I'm almost, I think I'm almost done with the Yakuza Like a Dragon. Okay, cool. Yep, and I, uh, but I didn't mention this last podcast, but last episode I mentioned how Guardians of the Galaxy was being kicked off Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I unfortunately finally deleted Guardians of the Galaxy off my Xbox. I was. Such a good game. Such a great game. And I was sad. I was saddened by it, but it was necessary. True. But true, true, true. Gotta save space. You gotta save space. And I and I I I maxed out on space. I am literally I now have like I think uh, I want to say like 60 gigabytes left, but yeah, I am pushing it. That's like basically not enough for like one game nowadays. No, it is not, especially not a Call of Duty game. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> 100 plus gigs. <laughs> but let's get into our first topic. And this has to do with the Unreal Engine. And I am going to tell you right now, Unreal Engine 5, Chris, is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's kind of the greatest thing ever. Like, visually-wise, of course. Like, I'm sure the performance requirements are insane to use Unreal Engine 5. It, but I guarantee the computers are in the background sounding like airplanes taking off. I think in the Rivian Tech demo one, um, he said they were running the 4090s in it. I was like, oh, nope, that makes sense. The big, <laughs> have you seen the, the like memes of the, the graphics card? It looks like an air conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were running using that graphics card, that behemoth. Jeez. So if you guys haven't seen uh, this week, we they, unveiled, they did a Unreal 5 engine tech demo. It was about an hour and 19 minutes where they showcased quite a lot. And one of the first things that they showcased was this demo. Rivian is an electric auto manufacturer. It's an electric pickup truck, $70,000, very cool truck. They showed this truck driving through this forest. And if a person were just walking past the screen, they would have assumed that this was real life. Without a doubt. The sound was good. The truck was beautiful. The visuals were incredibly impressive. But... Generally, when we see these tech demos, and we can be honest here, the environments usually always look better than the people. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think for facial recognition, it is very difficult to accurately animate the amount of muscles in a human face. It's very hard. You, like, they're, they do a lot with those little, like, those shock sensors they put all over someone's face and that does that that does as best as it can um but yeah it's 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 still incredibly difficult yes 
But as we are watching this tech demo, I'm going, I don't know what Hellblade is trying to prove. I, yeah. I do not know what Ninja Theory, somebody must have said something funny in Ninja Theory years ago. You know, it's so funny. Someone did. So uh, there was this like, I don't know whose podcast it was. I, I'm not even, th- I'm not going to go look and throw shade, but they their name. <laughs> I don't know their name and I'm not going to look it up. Um, that if they somehow, some way managed to find this podcast, whatever. Um, it was so funny because you remember when Ninja Theory got bought by Microsoft? So they were like, why is Microsoft buying Ninja Theory? (laughs) And then you see the tech demos that Ninja Theory is doing and you're like, that's why. (laughs) Well, let's recall it. Because I remember, like, obviously Hellblade was one of the, I think Hellblade was one of the last games that um, Ninja Theory made before then. But they produced quite a few games before then. And they weren't always the visual best. No, no. Hellblade is not a very good looking game, to be honest with you. I will say it may not be the best looking game, but I will say it it holds up. Yes, it definitely holds up for its art style and what it was trying to portray. It did a fantastic job and you could play that game at any time any year and i'm sure you'll be like oh this is really cool this is very interesting yes but a game that does not hold up that is i believe ninja theory heavenly sword and the devil may cry series <laughs> don't hold up at all uh i want i want so much to like devil may cry i really do like it scratches that old me itch <laughs> but i just never got into it <laughs> i there it, i don't know why i, I even tr- I've even tried about, let's say, seven years ago. I, I picked up some Devil May Cry. I was like, yeah, let me start this series over. I think it was the first yeah. one. And I was just like, no. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that because I remember Devil May Cry being, especially Devil May Cry 4, being an, an absolutely massive game. It was, everybody was buying left and right. I think it was getting nines across the board out of tens. But I have this same comment that you do. For some reason, it never fully scratched the itch. But you know what game did that scratch the itch for me in that same vein? What? Bayonetta. I the yeah. second I play Bayonetta, I'm like, this is it. This is the game that I was looking for. That for some reason mm-hmm. I did not present to me. I still have not played that game. I think I actually went on a search through my library to see if I own the first mm-hmm. one. Um, I don't think I do. I think I looked and I did not find it. I may own, uh, let me, after this podcast, I'll look. And if you want to come over and play it, uh, I <laughs> hope that you'll enjoy Bayonetta more than you enjoyed Mass Effect. <laughs> Man, it, dude, they just seriously need to update the walk. But bro, it, it, I don't know. It, it's Gears of War 1. It was literally Gears of War 1. Yeah, and I hate it walking in Gears <laughs> of War 1. I'm always holding the A button to run. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, I, I could, I could not. I was like, if I know what type of game this is, and I really don't like this walking, it is never going to grow on me. I played it for a solid two hours, and I was like, I'm interested in this story, but I'm not interested in this walking gameplay. I cannot stand it. I'm sorry for all you masterful people out there if I offend you, but if they would have updated the walking, I would have been happy. <laughs> and there you go, uninformed gamers. That's what a hater sounds like. <laughs> hey, I said no offense. <laughs> no, we are a hate 
as <laughs> podcast here. But no, going back to the Unreal Engine Tech demo, I, I, I'm a firm believer that Unreal Engine 8 is just real life. Uh, yeah, I don't... After seeing what Ninja Theory is doing with the, the facials, I don't really know, like, I'm having a hard time discerning the game from real life. Like in that, in if uh, listeners, if you have not seen the Unreal Tech Engine demo from Ninja Blade, the most recent one from I think it was yesterday, uh, the tw- yeah, the um, let's say March twenty second. Um, please check it out. Just go on Ninja Theory's Twitter page or just search it. You'll you'll just be very surprised. Like it threw me off. I was like, wait, what? That was the game. <laughs> well, it's funny because during the actual like full, because what we're talking about is just like a little sh- a short segment of it. But during the actual full hour and 19 minutes, they actually take, I believe, one of the actresses from Hellblade, bring her up on stage, put an iPhone camera in front of her, and she just makes a couple facial expressions. And they were able to transfer that into the Unreal Engine. The exact Which is insane. This is with with... AI with artificial intelligence, chat GPI, and Unreal Engine 5. We are we are about to be in this is the metaverse. This is the metaverse we were promised. I mean it we could get there. I I I hope that we get the good VR gear at some point, you know? Yeah. Like I'm trying to like lay down in a in a VR bed and be like <laughs> transported to another world and be like really in like in through like in it. <laughs> right, that's weird to me that you want to be la- you want to lay down. See, I for me, what I want is I want like this, like cords around me, and I'm on like a, a multi directional treadmill. That way I can walk in the direction I need to walk in. That exists. Okay, then. See, that's what I want. I want. The- <laughs> but like, I'll I'll send you a link. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing, but I don't know how current it is it is, but I know it's a thing. But that. I've definitely seen it. I want that, but drop me in the Unreal Engine 5 world. Obviously, I'm going to need to have air conditioning all throughout my house to even exist in this realm. <laughs> and knowing my setup, sure. gonna, I'm going to like last four minutes before my system crashes. <laughs> oh, but man, that's funny. It, it's very exciting. But now, I know we haven't talked about crypto in a minute, but let's talk about it. And specifically... Mm-hmm. This week in the news, we have some crypto developments. And here's what the headline reads. Lindsay Lohan, Jake Paul, Soja Boy, uh, Neo, Akon, Little Yachty, Austin Mahone have all been charged in a crypto scheme. Are you surprised? And the reason it was charged, it was tied to promotion of the crypto tokens created by Justin Sun. So basically, for the listeners, here's what happens. You'll have this form of crypto, okay? You have this, you created a crypto, whatever it is, and you want to market it. So generally, when you market these things, with most marketing promotions, you have a contract with someone, you say, hey, we're going to give you a certain amount of money, and we need you to market this for us. So that's generally marketing 101. That's perfectly fine. What is not okay is when you give these, we'll say influencers on this one, when you give these influencers 
these crypto coins in exchange for the marketing because now they have a vested interest in pushing as much as as hard as possible yeah where if you have a let's say you want to like let's say i wanted to give lindsay lohan a hundred thousand dollars okay so she knows that hundred thousand dollars go out to this commercial but if i give lindsay lohan 10 uh, crypto coins the more effort she puts in and the, the more people she gets signed up, the higher her value. She gets everybody in here and she can just sell and she can walk away, whether it, it tanks or not. And yep. this is what it's called a pump and dump scheme. You basically pump it all the way up and then you sell off and leave everybody else holding the bag. Mm-hmm. I am so excited that people are actually getting charged for this now. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll make these these super folks, you know, like not like super great or anything, but like these folks with like crazy amounts of wealth, more careful about what they're going to try and sell to the public, Mm -hmm. make sure it's not a scam. Um, Yeah. I I'm glad. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have been dealing with crypto. So here's some information from the actual filing. So the director of the SEC division of enforcement says, uh, Sun paid celebrities with millions of social media followers to tout the unregistered offerings while specifically directing that they did not disclose their compensation. This is the very conduct that the federal security laws were designed to protect against regardless of the labels Sun and others used. So Sun gave them cryptocurrency, basically said, go ahead and promote this, but don't say we're promoting it on your behalf. Yeah. They promoted it. They got all these people to sign up and buy. Then they just sold. And that's... Yep. That is illegal. That is a scheme. You, if you are, um, let's say, a, let's say a YouTube person, and you're um, you're paid by a company to market something, you have to tell mm-hmm. your followers that you're being paid to um, to market this. Oh. They very much did did the opposite. Yep. They hid the fact that they were paid for it took advantage of every all of their followers buying the stuff then it's like haha you guys bought it at high we're going to sell and get the fuck out of this so if you're watching this on tiktok because we're going to probably post this particular clip on tiktok if you're watching this on tiktok and you see down there where it says paid promotion on some of these videos that means that they actually have that they're actually getting paid money to literally tell you whatever they're telling you about but if you are on tiktok you know this is a fact there are quite a lot of people who are promoting things without actually saying it's a paid promotion, even though they are being paid. Because, oh, well, I have a million followers. Let me just talk about how I love my um, wide-ruled notebook to all of my followers. <laughs> <laughs> I had to grab something that would not like give, be given a free promotion. <laughs> <laughs> let me check out this kleenex <laughs> yeah you know i'm trying to get this uh secret labs like uh promo you know i love how <laughs> listeners chris has been promoting this because he always sits at this weird angle chris has been promoting this goddamn chair for like three years now <laughs> uh, my chair is only like i don't know a year or two oh, old <laughs> but if you were to get if you were to get paid for promotion which which what would you want to be promoting or what company would you want to be reaching out to you for promotion? A company with some sort of electronics or, you know, 
uh, secret labs because <laughs> that secret labs. You hear that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like seriously, like secret labs or like I don't know, um, uh, like computer parts company or something. Okay. You know, something something that I can use TVs, anything, headphones, headphones, headphones. Headphones, I go through a lot of headphones because I don't like the quality of a lot of them. Um, yeah, get in touch with me. I can I can give you my feedback and say, here's how you fix this. Well, <laughs> but I won't tell you how to fix it, but I'll tell you what's wrong. Yeah, well, yeah you, don't, you don't know how to fix it, but we can tell you why it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, but going back to your TV comment, there was an article on BuzzFeed. And it was talking about like all of the TV shows that were ruined because of the lighting. I think it was like 23 shows and the Game of Thrones was yeah. there. The Mandalorian was up there. The Last of Us was up there. Just a bunch of shows that have Batman. Batman. Just in movies. Just a bunch of shows and movies that just have dark scenes. And I'm going through this list and I'm like, I have never had a problem with any of these. Mm-hmm. You wanna know why? I'm listening. And so not all TVs are built the same, no matter what anyone tries to you, think you mean, like that is not you mean to tell me a 1080i is not the same as a 1080p yeah <laughs> don't do that don't do that when <laughs> somebody was just like you got this 1080i tv it's just like yours i'm like you're not even in the ballpark <laughs> yeah wrong wrong way friend they're like that's gone <laughs> but like the here's the thing so I, i'm a bit i love tvs i don't understand so like hmm, how do i phrase this there is all there's obviously a reason why there's they're cheap there, there is a price difference in tvs like you may look at a 65 inch one tv and it's 600 bucks you may look at a 65 inch and another tv it's 1200 bucks there is something there that is why that there's a difference so it could be the black levels it could be does it support HDR. It could be, uh, does this support uh, 120 frames per second gaming on your TV? Like there is a wide, vast amount of things. Like the TV, <laughs> that TV, <laughs> that TV over there. Yes, I got it nailed. It. Um, that TV over there, it's a LG OLED. Um, it supports 120 FPS gaming. Yeah. Like that is not typical in a TV and it also handles black levels very, very well. So like when you, when you see complaints, like in that article where like these scenes are overly dark is because when a TV, when you may have a lesser quality TV, it may not do the black levels very well. Like it'll just black the whole freaking scene out. And like, you'll lose a lot of those like detail details from like a, like a perfect black. Like it's, there's just, there's so many different things like that. Like how, like what type of TV is it? Is it, is it OLED? Is it just an LED? Is it a QLED? Like how it's lit also like really affects how like the, the colors are going to work, how the, the black levels are going to be. All those things are imperative when you're choosing a TV. Like there's nothing wrong with getting a cheaper TV, but, but like, I also like, like if I get a cheaper TV, 
I know what I'm getting. Like I always do my research I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like for example, I'm not going to spend $1,200 for a, a bedroom TV. No, the, it's, it's just going to my bedroom. I, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gaming in there. I don't do anything, but put it on and uh, watch a little TV and go to bed. Like I'm not expecting a spectacular experience, right. but in my gaming area, <laughs> I expect a good, a good uh, situation. <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that because when I was upgrading my TV, uh, I did my research. I decided the LG OC1 was the best TV on the market. And one of the uh, defining features for me on the LG OC1 was the fact that it has what's called true black. There it is. Like instead of having and what most TVs do, like let's say you're you're at Walmart and you're about to buy a 65 inch uh, Hassan TV for three. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The high sense, high sense for about 300 bucks. What that TV is going to do, it is going to use a pixel to replicate the color black. And when you're utilizing pixels to replicate the color black, then that's where you're going to get a lot of dried out scenes because a lot of these scenes are not really made for that. So that's why it's like, oh, it's too dark. I can't see anything. Yeah, because the pixels are trying to replicate a color that it can't possibly replicate. Now, the LG OC1 has what's called true black. So for it to replicate the color black, it doesn't try to produce the color. It just turns the pixel off. It's like, yeah. Like if I would love to show like, and I, I might do this for my, if somebody wants me to on TikTok, I will show this. But on my TV, if there's like a, a scene where it's like the, the, or the screen goes black, transfer to the next scene and I'm sitting in the dark, my house will actually go as if the TV's off. It, yeah, it goes pitch black because <laughs> I have the, I have, that's the same TV you have. Yes. <laughs> so, so I was sitting watching with someone and like it was nighttime and the TV was changing scenes. They're like, did your TV just turn off? I'm like, give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for us, it's not really a problem. But also, if I found the scene to be too dark, you know what I did? I paused it, went to brightness, changed it or switched. Adjust it. Adjusted it, went to movie mode, went to cinema mode, went to higher brightness mode. People need to start reading the instruction manuals for their TVs. Oh my god! You know the one that like irks me. I'm listening. True motion. Have you ever like got it, like like watched the TV and you're like, why does this yeah. f- make me feel so uneasy? Yep. Like it's like they're with you. Turn that setting off. Just just don't ever use that setting. Just, it's it's well, it's that. It's funny that you say that because there was actually there was at one point. The United States government, I think it was the the FCC or whatever, whatever controls TV, they were actually flipping the switch. So this is where you started seeing it the most. They were going from yeah. an old format to a new format. And when they flipped it, a lot of shows had that true motion where it seemed like you were right there and it did not, it didn't look like TV. It looked like you were actually just watching people act. And it was, it was, it's very, it's odd. It's and yeah, like anytime I go to someone's, if I go to someone's house and I see that, on, I just turn it off. <laughs> the, the main show, the main offender of that for me was Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Oh like, God, I can't I, imagine I want to like feel like I'm there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to watch. So <laughs> that setting. And then when... Have you ever had a friend that was gaming? You're like, man, I don't know why this feels like I'm lagging. Like when I push the button, it's not 
it's not going to it <laughs> like it on the screen. It's not like catching up. For the love of God, just about every TV, unless it's like just real, like this, this might be one of those cheap TV things. Unless it's a really cheap TV, every TV has a game mode. Yep. Please use Please. it when you play video games. <laughs> Because otherwise you're gonna get some severe input lag. <laughs> like, who was it? Um, one of Victoria's friends was like getting some severe input lag. I was like, well, does she she put like game mode on? <laughs> She's like, what's that? Oh my, like, ah, there it is. <laughs> real quick, uh, uh, Victoria's Chris's girlfriend. Real quick, I will say, Chris knows the dumbest people because you're telling me about a girl who never changed the either she never changed the oil in her car. Or she never got her car out of first gear. First gear. I forget who it was, but yes. She had I don't know who did that. Like I don't know if it was an automatic where you just push it into one. Drove that car like that for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like... I forget who it was, but yeah, they blew up the clutch. They... Just <laughs> didn't... <know> the... <laughs> just... But before we move on to our next story, I just got a quick... Going back to the video game and like making sure your TVs are set up for it. And I hope my friend doesn't see this. But if you do, I'm gonna. It, it's shady, but I'm calling you out. But I think it's funny. So with my OC1, I've got quite a few HDMI ports. So I have like a sound bar, get a little sound system. Both my Series X and my PS5 are both connected. I think I have one more HDMI outlet I can use before I'm like maxed. So if I wanted to play something, if I turn my Xbox on, it turns the TV on. I had the setting for my PS5, but when... But whenever I turn the TV on, the PS5 would come on. So I turned that setting off. <laughs> yeah. And that was weird. But when I went to visit my friend, because I I live my own little bubble here, guys. I live in my own privileged bubble. I don't hang out with anyone. And I don't go anywhere. It's just I always travel. I always save my money. So I went to my friend's house, who just bought a house, beautiful home. And they're like, oh, do you want to like play Mario Kart? I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. I wanted the impression that he already had Mario Kart uh, or Mario Party set up. Why did it take him 30 minutes? He had to like, re he had to like move the TV back. He had to like move the dresser, had to like uh, pull the TV behind, had to unplug some stuff, had to go underneath the cable and connect things. Oh Sitting there and I'm like, I'm trying not to say anything. I am trying so hard to be like, I feel like this could have been more efficient. <laughs> so to your friend, there's this, very handy device that they make. It's called an HDMI switch. I wish he had or when you cord. <laughs> you what? I wish he had an HDMI cord. He did not. Chris, when I was when I'm telling you, he had to have a TV that used the the yellow, white, and red uh, connector. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth this. You have to do this every time you want to play a different game. You have to wait. What? So all right, yeah. not yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. What 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 system was this on? What system was it? GameCube? I don't. I don't think it was. I'm trying to think. What was it on? It might have been GameCube, but I'm okay. But I'm, I'm well. Still, they they still make a switch that like it still has like it has the HDMI's and then it also has the component. Yeah, which is the red the RCA cable. That, that's why whatever you know, like I feel like tech wise you should be in the 21st century but yeah. but it's not my house i didn't i yep. didn't bring anything other than my myself so who am i to say anything but i all i could think about is as he's setting this up 
I'm like, whenever you come to my house, I am about to blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would take this man into another world. Oh, I'm, I'm, apparently. I'm, but all right. So let's go back. Let's get back on topic. And let's talk about Sony. So as we all know, Sony is in the news because the Activision Blizzard deal they're fighting really hard for this to go through. Microsoft trying to acquire them. Sony says, if you do, you're you're going to control the market. There's nothing we can do. We're a small, little, independent studio here. There's nothing we can do. Well, mm-hmm. tell us what happened uh, not too recently. Yes. Senator Maria Cantwell has... Uh, I'm just going to read from part of this article. So... Uh, They have criticized uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment's monopoly control of the high-end gaming market during a hearing Thursday and called on U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai to press Japan on the issue during ongoing trade talks. She says, I'm told that Sony controls a monopoly of 98% of the high-end game market Yet Japan's government has allowed Sony to engage in blatant anti-competitive conduct through exclusive deals and payments to game publishers. Cantwell said during a uh, Senate Finance Committee hearing. Oh boy! So they came a knock at Sony. You've been pu- you've been fucked around too much. Now you're finding out. <laughs> that is like a bully saying, "I'm not gonna only beat you. I'm gonna beat your mama too." Like. <laughs> That you know how much of a baller move that is. She literally said, "Sony, I don't see why you're complaining, considering you quote unquote own ninety eight percent of the market." And also, since we're talking about that, Japan just allowed this to happen. Get Japan on the phone. We need to talk to them. We didn't know this was happening. Yeah, I don't know how they've been able to like. To me, you shouldn't ever be allowed to legally like block some like a third party from publishing or on another platform i don't even know how they became a thing whoever whoever in the upper management of sony that started doing that they need to someone needs to have like get like there needs to be some like crackdowns that start happening on them because i don't get it like i my thing with exclusives has always been if your platform owns the content like so platform being sony microsoft nintendo yeah let's just look at those three yes. if you own it you decide what happens with your ip i've had i've never had a problem with that i have never once sat there and asked uh sony to put god of war on xbox or uh or nintendo switch like there's just like that's crazy to me yep. but for me i've always just i've been just dumbfounded by the idea that a third party publisher would accept payment from an uh, an outside entity like let's say Xbox, Sony, Nintendo and like say yeah you're only allowed to keep this here you're legitimately not allowed to release that there like it's like like you're like like you were thinking about making it yep. But you're we're gonna block you from making it. Like you're you're locked into exclusivity. Like I don't understand where this all came from. I just I'm like for me as a third party publisher, like as a third party gaming company, I would never agree to it because for me it's always been about I want my vision to be seen as by as many people as absolutely. Possible. I want it be like very obtainable, very literally. 
if I make something, I want everyone to be able to go if they want it to be able to go and get it. I don't want, I, I never understood like those, those third parties, like it's fine when it happens, but it, like at the same time, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't understand the, there's no way you're, you're telling me that this publisher is paying you that much money that you're not going to make money by having on other things as well. Like I just, I don't understand the logistics behind it. They're like, it has to be an astronomical amount of money. Well, think of like what, the, think of oh, go this. Ahead. Let me also put it, let me put some more stuff on your plate. Sony not only pays for exclusivity, they also pay for timed exclusivity. <laughs> it's so stupid. Now, I hate timed imagine you're Microsoft and you're like, hey, we're, we want to work with you guys. We want to partner with you, um, produce a game for us. We'll give you some kickbacks. And the developer is like, absolutely. We're going to release your game one year after uh, Sony's had it. Well, why? Because they paid us. What? So then like, yeah. Why the fuck am I? Why am I working with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, I'll go elsewhere. But I think that that's kind of brings Game Pass into the fold. That that's Xbox didn't really have it. Well, I'm not, I, I really can't speak for Xbox, but with Game Pass, they kind of like say, "Hey, you're going to get paid no matter what." So y'all yeah. can cut that stuff out. But I am curious to see. I, I two things. One, I am curious to see if the United States are going to have a major discussion with Japan for anti-competitive behavior, because I guarantee this is not the only situation where this is true. And two, why is the United States government so slow? So slow. They've let this go on for years. They're, they're just now realizing, <laughs> wait, the PlayStation is made in Japan and they have a market? <laughs> it's so weird to me. Like, and like, I'm like, so for me, like, I, 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 of course, I really like Microsoft. I like, I like a lot of the things that they do. Um, like in, in recent, in recent, yeah. like back in the day, they had a very bad name and I feel like they've, uh, they've started to take the time. And Xbox was like trying. 360 was weak. <laughs> weak as shit. The thing blew up every, every day that it could. Yep. Um, I, I've, I've never understood the, uh, the people here in the States, like, that like really like the PlayStation. I'm like, well, like Microsoft is like homegrown. Like that's, that's an American company. Like, wouldn't you want to, you know, <laughs> like, it's just a very, it's a very odd thing to me. Like, cause there are a lot of people that are like, yeah, invest in the States. Yeah. Invest in American companies. And then, no, I really like PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 okay. <laughs> it's definitely weird that they want to play Call of Duty and, and NF and NBA 2K and NFL on PlayStation. I always I was just like that's <laughs> weird. But all right, brother. But you know, super <laughs> conversation to be had behind that. But let's go ahead and let's get on to an update of a story. So for those who enjoy the show Rick and Morty, I've never seen I've seen one episode, was not really for me. Um, one of the crazy trouble and that trouble, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to say, say it stems from the Me Too movement, but basically there was allegations against him from his ex-girlfriend, this, that, the other thing. I believe he was charged, went to the court proceedings and guess what? Found innocent. Yep. They dropped the charges. Dropped the charges. He says that this, my ex-girlfriend lied that this is uh, not fair. And this goes to show the court of public opinion because no matter what happens, 
The court of public opinion has already made their mind. This guy's scum. Yep. 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 Will he be able to make a comeback from this on Rick and Morty? Probably not. He's already been ousted, and you usually don't come back. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's... I, I don't know. This is why I think it's hard for me. I am happy that justice is served. Whole, wholeheartedly yeah. happy. But to be fair, justice was technically served the first time with R. R Kelly. He was found innocent that first time. So, yes, yeah. innocent, but yeah, are you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly. See? Oh boy. And uh, uh. and uh, his music is still on Spotify. But I'll tell you right now, anyone who ever did a feature with him, they pulled their stuff off Spotify. Really? Yeah. Here's this is what I think is really funny. Lady Gaga actually did a song with R. Kelly called "Do What You Want, What You Want with My Body." She pulled that one off Spotify and replaced it with Christina Aguilera. But she never pulled it from YouTube. So you can actually, you can't find the song on Spotify, but you can find it on YouTube. And it's <laughs> very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> Especially oh, for God. the reason R. Kelly is in jail. Yeah. No, he's, uh, yeah, that man needs to be locked up for a very long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But let's go ahead. And unfortunately, we've been, bring you some very sad news. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, then you are well aware that the one, an actor of quite a lot of recognition, and I hate to say growing fame, has yeah. passed away. And yeah. rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Like, I recognized him initially from uh, John Wick, which again, we're saying to John Wick for tomorrow. Um, I recognized him from Resident Evil, the live action Resident Evil on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. He's been a voice in one of my favorite games, Destiny, for years now. He's from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. He, he voices the character Zavala, um, who's like the leader of the Titans, um, for those of you that play um, or may know. Um, but yeah, there was like, um, there's a like big event in the, like everyone was going to the, the towers, like a hub place where you can see other players and everything. And Zavala stands in a specific spot in the tower and everyone was going there and like doing a specific like emote and like solidarity of like his passing. Um, yeah, he was, he was only 60. Yeah. Um, he passed, uh, I guess he passed of natural causes and unexpectedly because the day um, before he passed away, he was actually playing destiny too. Yeah. 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 I saw that too. Oh yeah. It's, um, that one sucks. Like you, some people might recognize him from the wire. If you ever saw that. Um, and he, I think he actually yeah. has one more project in the works. Um, I believe there's going to be, well, there is going to be a Hellboy game. And I did not know that he is going to be Hellboy. Which is so cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. He was uh he was in White House Down. I forgot about that movie. That's pretty cool. Um Horizon uh Forbidden West, he was he voiced Silence. I didn't play it. Um 
Man on Fire, Man of Fire, sorry. The Black um, Bosch. American Horror Story, um, Shirley, Godzilla versus Kong, Old Boy. <laughs> it, it's yeah. it's not in, in DuckTales, all right? It's not until someone passes away that we truly appreciate their body of work. And yeah. this was a guy who, again, he's done a lot of movies since the early, since the 90s. And yet we're saying that, oh, he's just now getting started. Yeah, no, he's he's done a ton of work, like like a lot of work. It's in over 100 different titles. So, um, yeah, he was just I feel like he was definitely just becoming a lot more known and more popular. Um, it took him a while, but like that goes to show like eventually your hard work does pay off. And um, I feel for you his family um yeah well our thoughts go out to his family um rest in peace lance you've done an amazing body of work so on that unfortunate bombshell thank you so much for joining us for the uninformed gamers podcast i am one of your hosts you know me you love me i am darkness tiger on xbox darkness tiger 2 on playstation and you can find me controlling the twitter page at uninformed gamers as well as the tiktok page at uninformed gamers if you like what we do be sure to give us a like and subscribe you can listen to us anywhere we can listen to your podcast all right chris i'll see your sign-offs yeah, and uh, I am Chameleon. You can find me on Twitter at Chameleon Games. Um, yeah, it's the best place to reach out to me. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you next time. Bye. Peace.